0: Hello, humans. Hello, humans. How are you doing? It's the uh, 24th of May, I think. Pretty sure. Um, it's uh, 47 degrees. It's about eh, 720. There's a fair amount of traffic. It's our um, version of rush hour here. Everybody heads north to go and um, work at the uh, tribal center about 10-15 miles north of us. Other than that, there's not much between here and there. Anyway, so it's a... um, uh, Where did that go? Okay, sorry, software. Interesting time. We're coming into the um, last week of May here and the first week of June. That's the uh, two-week period in which the Data had suggested we would reach our uh, peak of emotionality about this big ugly, but this is, um, I want to make sure it's not misleading. This is not the peak of the emotionality for the year. This is not the um, peak of any activities, uh, you know, in terms of events coming out, anything like that. This is simply the um, peak of the uh, emotionality, the emotional uh, intensity. And durational factors for uh, this period of time, uh, relative to the big ugly, which is dominated by the subject of the COVID, right? And the damage, and the the uh, terrible lies about it, the killing of all the people. The um, almost had a accident there. a the guy decided to drive in my lane. Um, and the, uh, you know, the whole pandemic, scandemic, uh, depopulation thing, right? And so this is, uh, this is going to be the, uh, peak of that activity, uh, emotionally. And, um, so this is maybe an artifact of the way I developed the software. Uh, it's difficult to say. It may be one of those things that was discovered because I was messing with the software, but we have a tendency, as humans here, relative to the, um, uh, the metrics that my software is able to uh, pull out of the language, we have a, a tendency to reach a peak of emotionality around a particular subject um, when it uh, breaks out into the open, right? Into the, like, the public domain. And thereafter, there's a, um, a continuing effect with that emotion, and a um, uh, perhaps lots of events, and and it may go on for months and months and months. But the peak of the emotion relative to that uh, occurs at the beginning. Uh, this has to do, I think, you know. No, this is just a guess, but. It's my, my opinion that this has to do with um, the introduction of the shock value. So um, the fact that there is this shock of the new uh, boosts the emotional intensity of whatever subject when that shock of the new uh, accompanies that subject in the public domain for the first time. And so we see that shock of the new when Epstein is arrested, right? And then we have lots and lots and lots of um, more stories about Epstein over time. But the uh, emotion, however much is generated by any of the individual stories, never quite reaches the peak at the time of the uh, initial entry into the mainstream. And this is the end um, of the public. This has to do with uh, the verbiage. It has to do with the tendency of... Um, writers for media, the professional writers, you know, the um, the guys that work for the mainstream media, this kind of thing, they have a tendency that is mm, several hundred years old now uh, to write uh, for uh, headlines that will grab you and because it's a competitive business, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. They're not just going to come out and say you know, oh this um, uh You know, this hedge fund manager was arrested today, right? And so they don't quite write it in in toned-down language. And this has to do with our history as... Uh, you know, journalism, et cetera, et cetera, but that's the way that the the language hits. So we have this peak of emotionality, and then that emotionality fades rapidly. If it's got no duration, um, you know, any number of things can happen after that relative to that emotional threat. Now, in the big ugly, we've been working towards this uh, peak period. Um, this is... Um, within the boundaries of how these peaks work. It's within the same um, development of events, emotion, reaction, etc. Uh, but this one is a little unusual, okay? This one is unusual because there's this in, inbuilt barrier. And the inbuilt barrier is not with, only within the uh, mainstream media because no mainstream media wants to come on out and say people are dying suddenly from the vax. OK, no mainstream media wants to come on out and acknowledge flat out, you know, uh, on its face the that this was a depopulation weapon and that everybody took it is now at risk and they need to start worrying about their own health, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, yeah, there were lots of saline. So this is the whole thing. Right. So no media wants to get into this. And then there's also this inbuilt. um Informational barrier within the people that took the shots because they don't want to hear this. Okay, they're going to do everything in their minds to not hear this information. That's why it's taken so long. That's why we're three years on to this shit now. You know, and people like myself and Max and all these kind of guys, we knew back when that the vaccine was no good, that there was some stinky shit going on here, right? I had thought they were actually able to succeed. I mean, initially, when they rolled this thing out, I actually thought they had been able to succeed in developing a viral bioweapon. And they didn't, right? They succeeded in developing a slow poison, irregular kind of a poison shot. But that's all. Then the rest of it was all... um Uh, smoke and mirrors, mainstream media, you know, uh, propaganda, the whole thing in order to get the shots rolled out and people to take them. So, but the, in my uh, thinking now that uh, it really confirms. So I had, uh, as a, um, as a self-taught individual, uh, a smart self-taught individual will always um, second guess themselves and always Uh, assume that there's something that they don't know, so they'll look for it, right? And so I went in and I read the virology course uh, from Columbia University of of, uh, Medicine there, uh, their college course, uh, at the time all this shit started, and I was thinking, well, there's a lot of stuff in here that just does not make sense, that, you know, this is really goofy. But I assume that there's some science I don't know about, there's some underlying... Uh, stuff I've not been introduced to because I didn't have any any sort of a formalized approach to the education, and that was not the case. Virology is just goofy pseudo science. Uh, you know, it's pseudo something. I'm not even really sure it's science. Um, but anyway, you assume as a as a, um, a self-taught individual that there's just something that you don't. Uh, know or understand and then make all this make sense and so I I looked through the virology course and I, and I said okay this doesn't make sense and so I started reading through a um, um, medicinally focused bio uh, molecular um, chemistry course and the more I read through that the more it refuted what the vi- virology guys had been pumping out so so I'm not sure that um, virus as a um, as a means of infection is being uh, interpreted correctly at all. But I do know some things that are factual, that uh, since my exposure to it in 1958 or 59, uh, through my father's uh, work in the military, uh, we have never successfully developed a um, disease That can spread and cause the kind of damage uh, that the um, Kazarian Mafia, the warmongers, all of these kind of people would have, or would like to have, okay, so we can, we can assume that if they developed it, they would have released it by now, right, they tried to do it with covid and they and they didn't develop anything that was deadly with COVID. Um, so it's a um, you know you had to be uh, very ill and weak anyway for COVID to have any any possibility of damaging you. And if you had sufficient vitamin D in you, you can just shake it off. You don't even don't even feel it really. And this is the way with everything: Ebola, Marburg, all of these guys, right? All of these viruses, all of these supposed diseases that they've got that are so deadly—they're going to wipe out all of humanity and all of this. No. We just don't see it. They never have developed. And I've been looking at this shit for like 50 years, right? Because of my exposure in 1958. So, to the subject matter. And so the um, so my way of thinking is that virology is not a science and that they'll never be able to do it because it don't work that way. Because this is not the way that the planet works and humanity works. And so uh, I'm of the opinion that this... Um, uh, Portion of the uh, of the assault on us was uh, the best they can do, right? That's the best they can do, and they did good. You know, they got a lot of the normies to take their uh, deadly shot, and now we're into the big ugly, and uh, now we got to live through this, right? This is a um, uh, going to be a really rough time, especially for the normies, because. Now, we know that there were saline. We know that they're, not everybody got the same stuff in there. All of these these kind of things. So it's going to be a uh, giant worry fest for um, anybody that had had the shot as this information comes on out. So there is this inbuilt barrier in the normies that they don't want to hear this. So this um, this is a very unusual kind of a, uh, a situation of... Um, uh, unfolding emotions and uh, unfolding events to cause those emotions because we're not going to have this sort of like out of the blue boom there it is you know nobody thinking about it all of a sudden hey you know jeff's uh, jeffrey F. epstein's arrested and and oh by the way he's a pedophile and he's you know and then all this other stuff right now we know he's a spy now he knows now we know that he and Uh, Ghislaine Maxwell were working for MI6, Mossad, CIA, FBI, all of them, all simultaneously. Uh, We know there's $750 million missing from Epstein's estate. We know he's heavily connected into the um, uh, Kazarian Mafia. And we know that he was uh, the pinnacle of Jewish privilege. Okay, so this guy flew all around the the planet, uh, uh, trafficking children, raping children, killing children as far as we know, adrenochrome, all of this kind of shit, right? No one ever said shit for, for decades and decades and decades. And then, you know, it started coming out. Now they've got a real problem and here's the engineering involved. Uh, when Epstein was arrested back in, what was it, 2010, something like that, they had a clock start. That clock was started because so many of the uh, elites that they control, that the WEF controls, they control through um, blackmail from pedophilia. And so they got a real problem. Uh, Epstein's arrested There were certain things going on with the Self-Organizing Collective that is fighting the Kazarian Mafia. And the Kazarian Mafia knew that at some point uh, they were going to run up against uh, this particular confluence of events. And so they had to try and get ahead of those events. To get ahead of those events, they needed to rush out their agenda. In order to really get ahead of those events, the goal of the agenda was 100% normalization of pedophilia. They had to do this because there's going to be vast quantities of uh, pictures, film, video coming out of all of these elite guys, um, you know, raping, abusing children. (coughs) And this isn't going to go over well uh, with the general population. And so they've got to try and get this as normalized as possible so that there is not this uh, total breakdown. Now, unfortunately for them, the total breakdown is happening, right? They rolled out the COVID in order that they could roll out this other part of their social engineering while the rest of us were under control. So they could run out the, um, make grooming a normal activity, make pedophilia a normal activity. Uh, You know, they're actually planning on child brothels Uh, this kind of thing, right? So um, they want this to be normal so that we don't have this uh, deviancy rebellion against uh, Bill Clinton, the pedophile rapist, against uh, Hillary Clinton, the pedophile rapist, against uh, Barack Obama, the, the pedophile homosexual rapist, right? So they don't want us to rebel against the rulers that they have put in place uh, on a general level, but it's happening everywhere. It's all coming out. They're not able to maintain the narrative on this stuff anymore. Well, they must have gotten the bridge fixed here. Cool. Um, anyway, so they had to have pedophilia normalized before all of this stuff comes out. And we're within a very short period of time of this um, of these films and stuff coming out, and they are quite horrific. Very, very, very terrible films. In video, And uh, lots and lots of problems are going to happen in the social order because the um, Kazarian Mafia has not been able to um, normalize pedophilia. If they'd been able to do it over the course of like maybe 20 years, maybe that would have worked. But they had to cram, try and cram it into three years, and it was just too much of a shock. And so we've got this shock of the new component elevating the emotional... Um, um, Intensity values as each and every one of these pedophilia things happen, and the shock in the new though is built into uh, humans as a revulsion against deviancy, which is a um, an environmental thing, right, and uh, um, not environmental um, evolutionary thing, right, so that uh, this the species would survive. And so um, we're at that point now where we're going to get into this part of the big ugly, and we're going to have the normies having to fight their way through a bunch of stuff that is led by the uh, further um, unveiling of the damage that the shots are doing to people and so we'll we'll have to overcome that that's why it's going to be a sort of a grind as we get through this information to get the normies to accept it because of course there's that barrier they don't want to accept the fact that they've been uh, deliberately poisoned, uh, perhaps, right? Because there's always that uncertainty and we don't want, they don't want to accept, um, the, uh, the, that all of the rulers that they've been told are nice guys, that Obama's a nice guy, that, uh, uh, his, that he has a wife, that he had kids. Um, neither of which is true. He was, you know, uh, cohabitating with a a transsexual big Mike, and um, they had rented kids from a couple of doctor friends of theirs. So those weren't their kids and the whole thing. So this is an incredibly elaborate plot that the normies are going to have a real hard time wrapping their head around, that anybody would do it, that it could be done, that the media was complicit, and so on and so on. And then, at the core of it all, is the Kazarian Mafia and the unfolding of the language around Jewish privilege. And so, this is where we're at now. And so I've been I've been actually kind of worried about the spillover of the language about the um, uh, uh, Zionist privilege, the Jewish privilege uh, causing real problems for Jewish people everywhere. And unfortunately it looks like it's going to happen, you know, to some extent. So it's hard to say as to how bad it's going to get. But the language is definitely changing and Jewish privilege is breaking down. So there is no white privilege, there is Jewish privilege. The Jewish privilege stems from the fact that the, the we are have all been conquered by the Zionist bank, by the Zionists through their banking institutions. Right, so everybody on the planet, except for the Russians and uh, the brick, a few of the BRICS nations, are on um, are are slaves. Everybody is a slave of the Jewish central banks. Now, the Jewish people are going to have to uh, deal with the Kazarian mafia. Uh, that's been uh, causing them problems through their activities, right? And so this is the time that all of this shit's going to be coming out. Uh, This is part of the big ugly that we will get into after we reach this emotional peak uh, in the first week in June. I actually think it'll happen, you know, June 2nd, 3rd, or 4th, that we'll, we'll hit that peak as more information comes out about the shots. And then as we go forward... We start dealing with the uh, how we got here, which inevitably brings up the whole uh, Kazarian Mafia uh, uh, conspiracy that will be tainted as being Jewish, and they'll start dealing, and we will all start dealing with Jewish privilege. And so uh, the Jews own the media, and so that'll that's been destroyed. We're now all going to public media that the Jews don't own. This is causing the um, Jewish community a great deal of problem because all kinds of stuff is coming out that they would rather not have come out. And this is just the beginning of a multi-decade long process as the planet basically deals with the Jewish privilege problem. Now, much of the privilege part of it is going to go away as the central banks die. And uh, people won't be um you know, won't be enslaved to the banks anymore. So uh, this um, next step of our next set of things after we get through uh, the first week in June is going to start focusing in on Uh, the money, which, of course, brings in the debt ceiling and all of that, and once again goes back to the central bank, and once again it's going to bring up the whole thing about Jewish privilege, they own the media, you can't criticize them, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like if someone calls me anti-Semite, fuck it, I don't give a shit, Uh, they're they're probably not a Semite person, I know that I'm not uh, uh, a Semite, and I'm nowhere near as hateful as all of these... um, Uh, rabbis and all of these fuckers, right? I've read the Talmud, you know, and I've talked to some of these guys that will uh, just, I mean, they're really quite, (laughs) well, they they don't curse very well, but man, they're really pissed at me, right? So uh, for saying things that that, um, take the moral claim and the moral high ground from the uh, Jewish privilege away. So anyway, we're going to be dealing with that. Uh, This is going to extend for a number of years. It'll pick up in uh, July as the um, economic stuff gets worse and worse and worse. And then ultimately, the data had suggested that people would start, um, that the body politic in general is going to turn anti uh, central bank and and also there is to some extent an anti-jewish component to that that will not be good for individual Jewish people that happen to be in the wrong place at the wrong time because there will be mob activity and, and these guys cannot um, discriminate right they can't can't discern between uh, Kazarian mafia and just a regular Jewish guy who's as, as is as abused as the rest of us and it won't matter. Uh, the the uh, Kazarian Mafia has started to create uh, race wars. They've got gangs of black people running around uh, beating up white guys, uh, murdering them, in fact. Um, so uh, this is going to swap over really quick to uh, black mob violence against Jews. And uh, it's all going to start with the breakdown of the Um, EBT card system and all this sort of thing, which is already happening, right? We already have uh, food riots when people are going in and uh, looting Walmarts and just walking out with shit, right? You know the money is totally broken down, the social order is broken down completely, and uh, you're at that stage. The next stage of this is going to be that the, of of that particular part, is going to be that the uh, central banking structure breaks down over this summer, here in the U S and the, uh, social welfare system dies with it. So we won't ever get to a social credit system because we're going to lose our social welfare system. So the um, numb nuts are talking, you know, universal basic income, all of this kind of stuff. And nope, that ain't going to happen. The, the bank itself that would would create those digits that are not money that are just a, um, uh, uh an illusion that bank is dying. And it's not going to last very long. We're not going to be able to get into any of their plans. All of their So all of this kind of stuff are their plans, but, you know, all plans fail on the first point of contact with the enemy. And uh, the enemy of the central bank is sound money. And this June, we've got 87 nations meeting in St. Petersburg discussing gold back currencies. And so gold kills fiat currency. Gold kills the central bank. So if you're not buying gold and silver now, um, you're really in a world of hurt in just a short period of time. Maybe two months, maybe three months. Right? Maybe it'll hold three months. Um, There will be a A further, Well, the gradual breakdown in the rest of the uh, financial system, the rest of the money system uh, over time. But as we get into June, we're going to get this um, uh, sharp division showing up. So all of these different things all happening in June are going to lead to uh, the real visible dying of the banking system and the uh, central bank and the social welfare system. Uh, over the course of this summer. This is good because it means it's not under their control because no matter what, the central banks, the Kazarian Mafia, these Jewish guys always do their shit on ritual days, on ritual uh, holidays. And uh, just doing it in the summer is totally out of of whack for their uh, seasonality approach. So, the um, components of the big ugly that are going to hit in these next couple of weeks are first going to break through that barrier in the normies' minds that it could happen. Someone deliberately did do it. It did happen. And they have to now worry about their health because they were a victim of this. And we're going to have all of those emotions come out. We'll start seeing the, um, the normies react. I think we'll start seeing... I think we've already started to see... Uh, we've already witnessed some uh, normie revenge uh, against uh, some of the people with the shots. Uh, so it'll it'll come down to the point where they're actually shooting and uh, running over and this kind of thing and assaulting the people that were were you know uh, actually working the syringes. And then it'll start escalating back up, and you'll see things like. Um, Big pharma, like Pfizer and Moderna, and these people will start having to put barriers around their offices. They'll have to start uh, shutting down their businesses and, and working out of uh, secret locations. That'll probably take until maybe September. That they'll uh, they'll you know they'll just sort of fade out of your your life, and you'll wonder what happened to them because they're going to have to go underground uh, because so many people are going to be so angry, and will be taking direct action against them. And, of course, the left has set this up, right? Uh, they've done everything and, and support direct action. And so it's they're going to be serious. They, they don't mind being hypocritical, right? That doesn't bother them. Um, but it's going to be really weird for them when uh, generalized people just start, you know, the general public starts going out and doing direct actions, not being sanctioned by their command structure that, you know, controls BLM and Antifa. Also, by the way, I think that at some point here this summer, you're going to see um, Antifa turn, um, you're going to see them turn. And there's a lot of trannies in there, and uh, as part of the breakdown of the uh, system here, you're going to have real constraints on all the drugs these people take. Okay, All the trannies are going to have real problems getting hold of hormones, getting hold of all of this stuff. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to cause them to go wackier. There's going to be all kinds of drug shortages. I think right now there's 400 um, commercially available drugs that are in short supply or whose um, raw materials are threatened, you know, are restricted. So they know they can't make what they've anticipated being able to make. So it's that kind of a year. And it's going to be very interesting to see how it unfolds now that we're right at this cusp of the last week in May and the um, first week in June. So, and then July, whoa, going to have some serious uh, upset, some emotionality, that kind of thing in, in early July. But anyway, so Jewish privilege is going to end Uh, over the next few years. We won't have it in our social order anymore. Uh, We will have to rewrite all of our history books, you know, pointing out how there were uh, Jewish conspiracies to create World War II and uh, all of these kind of things. So basically everything that the um, uh, people they call right-wing white supremacists, those kind of guys, basically everything that they uh, take as a... uh, you know, a realistic description of the world will start becoming mainstream. It'll, it'll be discussed in the mainstream. They're going to freak out. You'll start uh, seeing a response to the shift in language as we get into the destruction of the Jewish privilege. And you can expect all kinds of Hollywood people to just get the fuck out of town, to not be on screen anymore, to, to not be visible and all these people that are uh, name stealers, you know, uh, that are actors, that are uh, Kazarian and they're, they're, you know, pretending to be a, a white guy, that kind of thing. All of this is going to be called out and we're going to get all kinds of in your face um, response to uh, the egregious uh, Jewish privilege and problems that have been caused by that over these centuries. And we have to get through all of this, but we're just getting started in it, uh, this June. And so, um, I <laughs> say, you know, fun, fun, fun summer in the city. And it's going to be a very, very, very hot summer, uh, emotionally and politically, Okay, guys. Sorry about that. I had to do some driving stuff here. Anyway, so um, there we go. Okay, so at this point, um, like I say, we're uh, nine days. So we should have some uh, major upsets over these next nine days. Then we'll get into the. Uh, breakdown caused by the um, debt ceiling crap, which, you know, isn't going to amount to a hill of beans. Um, and the debt ceiling stuff is uh, uh, overblown, overhyped. But they won't be able to make a deal uh, with the, you know, the, the Republicans aren't going to cave and the democrats will be forced to do something because they can't afford to sh- to have their power base shut down um with no net gain for them so the lack of the money uh affects the federal government but most of us don't give a shit because we don't really care about the the uh, federal government those aspects of it, and we can afford to shed maybe 90% of the federal government before most of us even notice. Um, those areas that are going to be really impacted, the EBT cards, the ability to uh, deal with um, uh, the spendability aspects of the money, will increase uh, once we get through the this emotional period of the big ugly Uh, relative to the shots. Uh, There's um, an emotional barrier within the normies that they have to overcome. Once that barrier is overcome, then the floodgates open up. They'll accept uh, you talking to them about anything once they've accepted that they were deliberately poisoned. Um, uh, That barrier is so huge that it's going to open up uh, the rest of this. And like I say, at that point... Uh, you know, so the Kazarian Mafia fucked the Jews, okay? The Kazarian Mafia has seriously fucked over the Jews. Now, anti-Semitism, anti-Semitism doesn't mean shit. Uh, nobody's going to give a crap about any of that kind of stuff. And now Jewish privilege goes, right? And we know that they've been using uh, disguising Jewish privilege as white privilege. And so they're going to get tons of shit for this, too. And the Kazarian Mafia is going to also try and... um uh, point fingers back to the general Jewish population as being the source for all of the problems here, such that the Kazarians don't get further isolated. It's not going to work, though. There's too many of us out there saying, no, no, look, hey, that poor Jew bastard, he's as abused as you. He's as much of a normie as you are. He's as deluded as you. Just because he's inside this their internal chunk of the system doesn't mean he is not Uh, it doesn't mean he's a part of the system, right? There's actually very few players in this uh, whole thing. That's why I continually keep saying, it's the Kazarians, it's the Kazarians, it's actually even the mafia within the Kazarians. So like, uh, you know, the Ashkenazis. I got no problem with Ashkenazis. Uh, I like Ashkenazis. A lot of them are even decent thinkers. Um, You know, and so like, I know that there's people that are, uh, good, decent, solid individuals that are Ashkenazi, that are Kazarian. They're not part of the Kazarian mafia that has to do with that dongle business. Anyway, guys, i got to go do shit now. So it's work time. Uh, talk about some other stuff here on the way back.